medicine doctor, and I subspecialize in nephrology. So I take care of kidney patients, high blood pressure, dialysis. And for one rotation a year, I go over to the VA to be the attending physician on the nephrology service. So we do teaching rounds in the morning. We're responsible for doing all the consults, including electronic consults with some of the remote VA locations, um, and really just generally taking care of the patients 24-7 for that 15 days. So you have a very busy full-time job. You've told us in the past it's basically 24-7, 365. People need to be able to get in touch with you. Why is it important that you continue to do this rotation? Well, I love patient care. I mean, first and foremost, I'm a physician. Um, But second of all, I have personal gratitude to our veterans and also to the Department of Veterans Affairs because early in my career, they provided me both teaching and research opportunities. I got to run a renal section and learn a little bit about administration and got to take care of patients. And the VA and medical schools in the country have had a partnership since 1946 that's really benefited both. When we talk to school administrators in this time of year, we tend to do this every single year. One of the things I hear repeatedly is it's rewarding and they like it, but they miss being in the classroom. They miss being on the front line and miss being with the kids. Is this is, is that a similar applicable analogy to you with your administrative role and now working in patient care for these couple weeks? It is. I don't have enough time to take care of patients or to teach, and I love doing both. And the VA gives me that opportunity. Well, thank you for doing that. Dr. Raymond, I want to switch gears a little bit and, and ask you quickly about the heat. We know that there's going to be a heat warning in effect tomorrow. We could see 100 degrees for the first time in more than a year. You know, we tell people stay inside if you can, if you, you know, limit your exposure outside. But not everyone can. You Some people need to, you need to work outside. You have to be outside. So what are some things people should look for when you talk about staying safe and, and heat exhaustion, heat illness, things like that? Right. Well, first of all, people should do their best to stay in the shade if they can, to drink plenty of water and to take cooling breaks if that's available to them. Um, It it is a real problem, though, for people that have chronic illnesses because the heat and the humidity can exacerbate those, put strain on the heart, on respirations and breathing. If people uh, suffer from obesity or diabetes, it can also place an extra strain on them. So uh, it's going to be dangerous to be outside the next couple of days. So people should do their best to take care of themselves. Heat exhaustion and heat stroke are two different uh, components on a, uh, a continuum of heat-related problems. Heat exhaustion means you should go inside to an air-conditioned room. You may be dizzy, a little bit nauseated, um, go inside and drink some cool water. Um Heat stroke is different. Uh, People reach a point where their body can no longer compensate for the excess heat. They stop perspiring. They may have seizures or confusion, uh, pass out. That's a true medical emergency. Call 911. They'll typically ice the patient or give cold IV infusions to try to get the core body temperature down. And um, heat stroke can kill. So it, it truly is a medical emergency. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Raymond, the FDA this week approved the first vaccine that protects newborns from RSV. Uh, Tell us what RSV is and why this is a major deal. Yeah, RSV is an acronym for respiratory syncytial virus, and it's one of the big four of respiratory viruses, along with flu, human metanumavirus, and COVID-19. It... um, it's really been a problem for us. We have 160,000 hospitalizations in adults from RSV every year, 
and um, thousands, maybe 80,000 hospitalizations in kids under five. Wow. Um, 100 to 300 deaths in kids under five and 14,000 deaths uh, for adults. So having a vaccine available is big news and it's new. Now, what's interesting about this vaccine for newborns is you actually give it to the mother between the 32nd and 36 weeks of gestation, and then there's passive transmission of the immunity to the to the child, and it gives good protection for the first six months of life. So it's a true breakthrough. Are there other passive vaccines like this? I've never heard of that. That's fascinating. Um, the theory's been around a long time. This is the first instance that I'm aware of where there's passive immunization, and it's uh, it's important because it's a good strategy to protect both the mom and the kid. That is fascinating. I want to ask you about a drug that's in the headlines a lot, Ozempic, and there are sister drugs. News this week that use of them could improve cardio health. What do we know about that? Yeah, that's actually been known for a couple of years, John. So Ozempic, Wagavi, and Rebelsis are all glucagon-like peptide mimics. And they were originally rolled out as a new line of treatment for diabetes, um, what we found is that they also promote weight loss, and we've talked about Ozempic face and the um, shortage of Ozempic because people are using it for weight loss. But in type 2 diabetics, there's really clear information um, and good data that suggests that that will reduce uh, heart attacks, strokes, heart failure, and other cardiovascular events in a very significant way. Big question is whether that can work on people that aren't diabetics or not. There's really not good data yet to suggest that, but it is possible. All right, Dr. Raymond, what is your good news of the week? Good news of the week is the United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County kick off their annual campaign today. It's a wonderful organization that provides support to communities that need it the most, and they really have grassroots contacts in the community so they can tell you in real time where your money's needed the most. I love that. Great organization that helps a lot of people. Uh, I'll piggyback on that. The other good news of the week is uh, your work at the VA. You have a servant's heart, and whatever line of work you're in, whether it's a doctor, a teacher, whatever it is, you pick up the trash at my driveway, having a servant's heart is the way to go about it, and you live that every day, and the people that work with you are fortunate. Dr. John Raymond, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, John.